Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome, hello, come in, come in, and welcome back, as ever, to that time I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka, do you love your mum and her trash manga, aka, the Trash Manga Friends Podcast. We're back again, hello, episode four, how have, how have you two been? I mean, I do love my mum, but she doesn't read manga, so... As far as I know, I can't say we were asked, but just weird that I'd be on this place of, of all places, you know? Yeah, I can, I can see that. And uh, Phil, you doing good? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm worried if you don't love her mom just because of her choice in manga, but... <laughs> she, she reads I mean, all that online, man. I can't. I uh, uh, well, uh, I At a certain point, that some is things that are just too much. It's like, no. Unforgivable. Pretty much. So if this is your first time listening, then I'll uh, explain what the premise is. Each episode, almost said week, caught myself just before it. Each episode, we read about two volumes worth of a manga that has been chosen out by Phil. And we immediately resent him for choosing it. (laughs) And then we spend the next hour or so of our lives discussing said manga. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. But they're all trash. So. But importantly, most of them are bad. <laughs> I, yeah, they're <laughs> trash, trash, trash. I mean, that can be proved. Uh, so far, Phil has only trashed one. Mike has trashed two. And I've trashed everything. Because they're, they're all garbage. What that tells us is Sean's opinion is worth nothing. It, I, I didn't think I was a hateful person, but then I started reading these, and now I'm having to question myself. And you started reading these and you realised actually you're really not a hateful person because some of the people in these manga, oh. I mean, yeah. I mean, but luckily this time to try and overcome my hatred, we've delved into a feel-good story about friendly <clears throat> friends doing friendly things. Like playing games together. Exactly. And just making some money. Like, what, yeah. what's not to like? So uh, this time we've been reading Tomodachi Game, or Friends Game to use a translation. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, very friendly. It's uh, started in 2013 and is a kind of psychological shonen manga. Uh, it comes out, this surprised me, it comes out in the same magazine as Attack on Titan. So, standing in the presence yeah. of giants, literally. I get it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's written by Makoto Yamaguchi, who has also done uh, Mac and Key, is probably his most notable work, and a bunch of other etchy stuff. And the art is by Yuki Sato, who was the artist on Sherlock Bones. Uh, as of yet, though, this has not been like licensed, no anime announcements or anything like that. But uh, I've, we've, we've gone over like the basic premise, but Phil, why not tell us a bit more about this uh, friendly, friendly, friendly manga? This, this friendly, friendly manga? It, it's all right there in the title. It, it's just a bunch of friends. And, you know, they should get on so great that one of them's like, hey, why don't we play some games? And they're all like, no, maybe. And then there's some kidnapping and someone's in debt. It's a, it's a whole thing. But their friends playing games is the important thing. Okay, so that's completely misrepresentative. What that's the good, that's good. Is, about. is it though? Uh, Mike, is it though? I, do, okay. I don't usually do this, but Mike, let me throw to you for the premise. So, okay, funny story. When right. I first got this, when we um, Phil first suggested this, he heavily hinted that this was a slice of life manga, and I'm like, did I right. ever? D- yes, you did. And I was like, okay, I'm not a huge fan, but you know what? That's what the show is. 
So sure, I'll read this. Read about 10 pages in and what, what the fuck is this saw shit that we're looking at here? It starts with a load of kids in a class who are friends and they are planning a trip to somewhere I don't quite remember. There's quite it's a lot of money stated. involved. Never stayed? Well, that makes me look better then because I could not remember. And they're planning a trip. It costs quite a bit of money. They've managed to pull some money for this. And then, le gasp, the money has been stolen. Then, somehow, this devolves into everyone getting tased and then waking up in a Saw-style dungeon of games where they have to play against each other and see if they can increase or decrease the amount of debt they have. Complete Doesn't seem to be like a puppet man. Mass. Yes, very much so. But it's There's not a... for us because they're not losing body parts or anything as part of this. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> All right. I'm getting very much a murder vibe from this, but yeah, it, it's all about the. It's all about the uh, whether or not these friends are truly friends, the secrets they hold from each other, and who will be willing to betray everyone to have a lighter load of monetary debt at the end of this. Yeah, friendship versus money is kind of one of the big key themes of this because they're. They, um, so it kind of all starts off with one of the five, presumably, steals, two, well, we find out who it is later, but one of the five steals two million, which was the, two million yen, which was yen. what the class was going to pay to go on their trip to wherever'sville. And, but yeah. as you learn when they start the game, it's actually, that's essentially the entry fee, so that one of them can try and wipe out a 20 million debt that they have. And as part of the game, and because they're all friendly friends who agree to this, for some reason. For some reason, yeah. I mean, I can get why some of them do, but some of them it's like, we just walk away. Yep. The, they don't stop them. So, yeah, so the debt gets split between the five, so they each essentially now have four million worth of debt, and then have to play the aforementioned games with a chance to reduce or increase the debts that they own and various clauses put in to kind of manipulate them into doing so this whole thing is just bizarre well first of all let's let's talk about that point you just made where i don't think i mean apart from the fact that they were kidnapped here there's really nothing forcing them to take part in these games beyond the word of their kidnappers because you know that's the most trustworthy source to begin with they wake up in this room they're like yes you have all this debt now and you have to share it out, and there's there's reasons for this, I promise you. And what's stopping any one of these people from just saying, I don't believe you, and then just not participating? Like there's never there's there's never any consequences for this. So why would they participate? Now, yeah, you, you say they they could just like walk out, but all I'm saying, Mike, if you're a fifteen, sixteen year old standard anime age yes standard anime they're still in school so they're somewhere around that ballpark at the mm -hmm. very least you know as far as we're aware they're not a thousand year old lollies of course i mean based uh, on future events i really hope they're 15 16 if not, i, I but... have to imagine that their ten thousand year old lolly age is revealed in volume three of course yeah um but if if you're 16 let's say and you get mm -hmm. kidnapped sure and and the kidnappers, like you're, you're going to play some games because your friend's in debt. Sure. Um, 
do you really think you could probably just walk away? Would I you mean, I would have walked away. I mean, they do openly away. say that they can if they want. Like at the very start, they say, if you don't care about the fact one of you's got 20 million, then by all means, there's the door. It's just, I understand the logic behind it. I understand that these people are friends. They believe their friendship to be greater than it was, but because they're, you know, it's a teenage friendship, uh, those are always the most powerful and painful things in every teenage life. And I get it. I understand that the, for some reason, which we are never made privy to, this game exists to blow apart teenage friendships over the cost of money. Well, over money, because, you know, money complicates well, everything. The, the, the point of the game is to make money itself. They straight up say they're running a business. Yes. That, that's why they get the deposit fee, so they get money out of it at the very least. As I say, they get, they get that money, and then from the way, we'll get to it later, but the way the games are structured, it's clear they also then probably make a lot back. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just a very roundabout way of doing things as well. It's uh let's let's blow apart this friendship for monetary gain somehow gaining monetary gain from this. And all the while we're going to be throwing out these numbers left and right to make these people participate. It's just very weird. Now, having said that, if you can get past that, if you can switch off the logical part of your brain that says yeah, this would never happen, then it's actually really, really well read. Like, they have thought about a lot beyond the point of they could just leave. It's, it's weird, though, because you say turn off the logical part, but kind of this kind of genre where, like, Kaji is the most prominent example in it, mm -hmm. the whole thing relies on, like, the logic and the rules of the games and such. So just saying just switch off your logic is, like, it's kind of the antithesis of what the manga would should or should be encouraging you to do sure. as a viewer as a reader it's, even yeah it's just it is always going to be a weird one but it is also you know thought-provoking in so much as it tries to it tries to build a situation where you are trying to figure things out at the same time as the characters which is you know standard fare for like detective novels and stuff yeah. and it's it's actually very well executed i did find myself trying to think about that at the same time like which one of these kids could be betraying the others why is this happening the way it's happening things like yeah. that and that's that's a fairly big rarity so far in these ones and things we've read for this podcast because i'm usually sitting here thinking why the fuck am i reading this not what the fuck is going to happen next well i will say then based on that point i'd be interested to know what your take on this was because i was a little bit confused by it so the majority of the manga is presented from the main character, I believe is Yuichi, if I've got his yeah. name right. So the majority of it is from his perspective, so obviously he's surprised by the twists and turns that happen. However, every now and again, we'd also then cut to, I think I called them in my notes like the overlords or the overseers, just yeah, these two random, yeah, two random admin girls who are behind the scenes, presumably watching a whole bunch of games, taking mm. interest in this one because they're not terrible at the first game, I guess. Mm. But uh, it's, it was weird to like have that. I get that that was kind of the quasi-narrators, I guess, of the thing, because they had to provide information that the characters wouldn't be aware of, and that was their purpose. But it also felt a little bit weird, especially as nothing else is really established about them in these first two volumes. Yeah, they do just sort of come out of nowhere, don't they? Like, yeah. You get to a certain point, and all of a sudden you cut to this CCTV-esque 
uh, control center where they're just watching the game. And they're like, oh, yes, this game's going well, isn't it? And like, oh, this game's about to be over. Oh, wait, it's not. And it's, it's like, who, who are you? <laughs> why, why do we care? And I guess I didn't really think about it until you just said it there. But yeah, it's the it's the quasi narrator of it all, where it's like they need to provide information so the reader can keep up and the reader can stay slightly ahead of the game while also not being because they don't have they don't know what's going on inside the character's head. Structure alone, this this manga does receive some praise. It's not like some of the other ones we've read where it's like I don't know or don't care what's going on. This one is definitely more to think about as you go. Uh, as to what I thought about it at the moment, it's it's actually pretty well put together. Uh, it is weird, and it does borrow heavily from various thriller and horror tropes, like Saw is another one. Uh, have you ever saw the movie Cube as well? Those series of horrendous but also amazing movies. Uh, it actually does seem to... It seems to know its shit. Is basically what I'm saying here. It seems to know what it wants to accomplish, and it throws in just enough twists and turns for it to really keep you thinking about what's going to happen next. Uh, the one thing uh, I would say, just in regards to like the administrators, mm-hmm. um, that's more from from what I know ahead of time mm-hmm. going on. You do get a bit more around their importance in the next volume in particular um sort of like not not necessarily those particular characters but the organization i guess you would call it Mm. sort of why they're important to the story as a whole in some ways yeah as a bit of a reminder sorry we uh we do only read the first two volumes roughly the first two volumes every manga so this is like as we are recording this right now we only have that amount of information whereas phil can't help himself and is up to date with everything we read on this show that's usually how this goes yeah i'm already up to date and then i go hey you guys read this (laughs) pretty much and then i have to go back and reread the first two volumes (laughs) i don't Um, feel sorry for you i mean (laughs) you do this so the the stuff with the administrators actually comes in volume three at the very least. Mm-hmm. So this isn't like way off in like the most recent chapter, which is like volume seven, eight, something like, I don't know. There's about oh, 70 no. chapters of this. And about we, chapter, uh, yeah, yeah, we read seven plus the bonus, which mm-hmm. comes at the end of volume two, which so I guess we'll talk about like... later, but it was yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, so actually, we'll probably talk about volume fifteen then, something like. Sure. But, um, as in, like the full thing is fifteen volumes right now. Currently, it is, yeah, it is ongoing as well. So. Like we ongoing. did not read up to volume fifteen. God, no. oh you, god, you no. did not. No. <laughs> um. So the. I can understand why it is a bit confusing how you've suddenly got this flash to these other people, mm-hmm. but. In some ways, it's sort of just setting itself up a little bit for later on, where they do play a bit more of an important role. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't like, oh god, who are these people? I'm yeah. confused every time they appear. I quickly, no. especially from the context of where they are, it's like, oh, okay, these are people. It was more just, yeah, it was weird to have that instead of necessarily like just big blank boxes of like, here's narration about the game. 
Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And the art was very, very good at making it clear who the different characters were and their mannerisms and where they yes. are and what their purpose was. It was very, very good for that. Yeah, with one exception, I did like pretty much the character designs for everyone. I thought they were all very distinct. And the one exception's from the bonus, so it doesn't count. Oh, right. Fair. I, um, I'll, I'll just say this now, like, so give the audience a laugh. So uh, with the, the main... I won't speak about it yet because we haven't got to it yet, but I thought the main character of the bonus was one of the main five because they look almost identical. Oh, me too. I know exactly I was who you're talking I very confused about. when that character met the lead person. This was like a week before the events of the manga and was like, wait, what? They've only... Oh, it's a different person. Right. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Phew. Not just me. I find that the faults that we find, me and Sean find, are always very similar and Phil's always like, nah! It's fine, and we're like, yeah, we we had no idea they were speaking English or whatever our complaint is, <laughs> you know. Wait, wait, there were words on that page. <laughs> what do you mean he could become the nuke? No, no, that was, that was last episode. It was last episode, and I haven't Go forgiven on, yeah. Phil yet. <laughs> it, it takes time sense. to forgive you for these things, but on this manga, um, <laughs> sure, this manga. If you want to know what the fuck we're talking about, watch the previous episode. Listen to the previous episode, sorry. <laughs> so just, just in regard to the art, part of the reason I think it is so good is because it is a monthly manga-ish. Mm. Um, it's it's, it's on a bit of a hiatus at the moment because I believe the artist uh, just gave birth. I say just. It'll be a month or two ago by this point, I think. But As we speak, they are giving birth. <laughs> Wow. Live I... from the hospital floor. <laughs> congratulations. Floor? No, it should at least be in a bed. If, you, if you're ever listening to this episode, congratulations. If you are listening to this episode, I apologise. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're saying nothing bad about the art, really. <laughs> so far, sure. Wait for it. <laughs> I have no real complaints about the art, so the artist, yeah. thumbs up. Art, yeah, okay. Like... Art, art is good, yes. I yeah. suppose the only thing I could... I guess it's not even really a complaint. It's a stylistic choice, and it does actually benefit it quite a lot. They just sort of don't do backgrounds in this. That's a manga thing. In I know it's a manga thing, but it's very noticeable in this. It's like all of a sudden it's like, and there's no, there's no backgrounds for. Also, in fairness, half in of row. this is supposedly set against the skybox, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. I will say, I, I didn't really notice that, but. Then again, I know there are some mangas I've read where, you know, they start off, you know, they, they clearly put effort into drawing it. And then you get to the later chapters and it's just like, have you just uploaded your sketchbook? Or <laughs> <laughs> It's like sometimes you can, not with this, but sometimes you can pinpoint the exact moment that it just became a paycheck to them. Yeah. And there it is. <laughs> There's, there is just like one I can think of where, yeah, there is very clearly no backgrounds in 90% of the panels. And then you get, like, some of the characters basically a scribble. Like, no no real detail put on them. My, but... my favourite example of this is... Uh, you you guys have both read Bleach now, haven't you? Don't, please don't yeah. throw my favourite under the bus. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's not. It's nothing to do with the story or anything like that. It is... Is it the backgrounds? <laughs> it's, it's not the backgrounds, actually. Oh, okay, because um, I know that's a common complaint. I mean, yes, it is, but that's not really what I'm talking about. It's you get to the end of that, and they're finally revealing all their superpowers, 
like once and for all. And it becomes very, very clear that Kubo, the person who's like writing and drawing this, I think he did both. Um, yes. Just like he's trying to like shotgun this thing out. He's trying to get it over with. And it gets to the point where it's like, my superpower is blackout. An entire page is black. Like that's an entire page. It's like you get paid for that one, Kubo. Did you? Did you have to pay back for the ink that you're wasting on this one? It's like, how long did it take you to figure out that this page should be completely solid black? Uh, hang on, okay, down? I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn this into the Bleach podcast, but I'm pretty sure that's the power of the guy who's blind, right? No. Oh, is it not? Oh shit! No. Well, then I'm an idiot. Okay, you know that. It's not. It's not that one. Well, for, oh, I know who it is. It's, <laughs> it's the pretty one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really. I'm wrong, yeah. and I'm the Bleach fan. There we go. <laughs> it's like. Come on now, man. <laughs> That's my most egregious example I've ever seen. But yeah, it's still. But again, back to this, man. Back to Tomodachi <laughs> game. The most jarring thing about this was I genuinely went into this thinking that it was a slice of life manga. Like genuinely did. I didn't. <laughs> and I, I still don't think I, at any point did I indicate it was slice of life. The first page is like friendship things. or money. Who, yes, who like it break. takes... It takes like however many pages, like it just sets up these friends and like, okay, yeah, they're friends. They got these relationships with each other. Oh, they're going on a trip. That's nice. Oh, somebody stole it. That's gonna be the drama for the for the entire thing. And it's like, oh wait, no. If you don't do this, then you'll be in painful, crippling debt, and you'll probably die. I mean, it was the drama for the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Technically speaking, that's not still not wrong. Just I was, so, I had such whiplash on thinking. That this was gonna be one thing, and it was like, nope. That's another thing, and you know what? It's better like this. <laughs> it is better having that whiplash and going from something which is quite airy and pointless, and going into, yep, these guys. I suppose fighting for their life. I don't know if that's too extreme, because there is no, there's no like life or death situation here. But yeah. you could argue with the amount of debt that they'd be saddled with if they fail this game, would be akin to your life is over. Well, it's 20 million yen, isn't it? So that's... Yeah. 20 million, assuming it doesn't get, you know, changed. Yeah. So yeah. in in today money, that's about 15,000 of your finest British pounds. And how much was that in uh, 2013 money? A lot less than 15,000. Yeah. Okay. Back when the pound was worth something. Um, right. It it would probably been about twelve thousand if I had to guess. I think it was around. I know I did some calculations, but it was based off the figures that the scanlators got wrong for oh, when right. we were reading it. So yeah. Point is, hefty chunk of change, and for a teenager to saddle that amount of debt, that's like you're not ever getting off the ground because you'll always be paying back that amount of debt to whoever it is you have to pay to. Thirteen thousand. There we go. Thirteen. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it's it's. It's a crippling amount of money. And so I don't think saying life or death situation is completely accurate, but I'd, I'd, I'd probably go at least that far. It's certainly, yeah, it's going to have a profound yeah. effect on your life, especially considering that um, we don't see it in the main one, but we see in the bonus chapter, they pretty much go, you better pay that back within X days or you'll be sorry, hint, hint. Yeah. Like, I mean, you got to imagine there's some sort of, nefarious thing going on behind the scenes because like yeah oh no you've got this debt 
who do I pay to? And what happens if I don't pay it? It's not like it's a bank loan. They're not going to foreclose on your house, you know? Yeah. Like, what What are they going to do to you? And that's the big mystery hanging overhead. It's like, what could happen if the worst happens? And they are they so far yet to reveal that, but it is an interesting idea to be like these kids have realized this could probably end in death, but it's like three places removed from that. So you're always thinking naturally, always thinking ahead, but because the game requires you to, it's just it puts you in the right state of mind to read a story like this, and the writer of it should be very much congratulated for that. Yeah. Uh... We'll say, as far as I'm aware from what I remember, they've never explicitly come out and said what happens if you don't pay back. Mm -hmm. But uh, they do sort of talk about what happens in various cases, and it sort of shows you the influence that the people running this game have, which is shown to be quite a lot of influence, basically. Yeah, like a game like this obviously requires a pretty huge bankroll to even get started because the stuff they required to do is pretty elaborate. Um, did I misunderstand this properly? But the first game, because it's a series of games they have yeah. to play. Yeah, we cover, the first we game cover they two have to... games. In what we, well, we cover one game and then yeah. the first third of the, the second game. Third, half, whatever, yeah. yeah. First chunk, at the very least. The first game... They are asked a series of very simple questions, and they have to answer yes or no, but their answer has to be they have secret. Yeah, it's... Am, am I wrong in saying that it's telepathic answers? No. So it's, kind, so it's weird, because the way it's set out, the first, the, the first note I wrote when, when I was wrestling, it's going, oh, it's an Uja board, weirdly. Yeah, yeah that, it's that kind yeah. of thing. So the rules of the first game... Uh, essentially, it's always yes or no questions. There are mm-hmm. five questions, although we later learn that's been filled with a bit. But so eventually, there are five questions. They each have to ask one in turn. Only the person who's asking the question is allowed to speak in a given round. Uh, the group, um, there's a little puppet thing that'll say if the group's answered unanimously. The group has to answer correctly. But if the group isn't unanimous, it will prioritize the minority answer. So if four people say yes, one person says no, the group answers no. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. But they do also point out if for whatever reason the least votes goes to the correct answer, that is still correct. Yeah, as long as, no matter how you do it, as long as you get the correct answer, you pass. And yeah. you only have to get one of five questions right to be, congrats, you did it, you get the money, on to the next game. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, so, but was it, like, telepathic answers, or were they just, like, trying to push the giant coin that they're actually using so, to, like, a yes or a no? They, they are pushing it, from what we're told, but it's never really explained how it goes one way or another, other than it just does. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, the best I could see is it just doesn't. There's move no it. way that they submit their answers, as it were. So, in terms of like how the actual reality of how do they actually get it onto yes or no? Yeah, that was yeah. a bit jarring for me because clearly this is all technology based, like a yeah. a level of technology we don't have our understanding of. So it's like it's it's not magic, is my point. Yeah, and yet this seems to be oddly telepathic or they seem to be able to sense 
whether or not someone's going to say yes and no. Well, yeah, this was the first and... time I noticed that the construction of some of the games was a bit wibbly wobbly, as it were. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like this the... one, I'm sorry. Do you want to say your point first, Phil? So I was going to say uh, they don't explain it, and not mm. being an engineer myself, I obviously don't know the, how realistic what I'm about to say would even be. But I suppose the idea is they're all they've all got a finger on a big coin of sorts. Yes. Yeah. And then they have to try and move it to yes or no. So I yes. I suppose if you've got some sort of sensor which detects if someone's trying to push, push it or pull. pull it and you just sort of move the coin based on that, maybe I'd... I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Or if they it's just possible, have just random buttons and the magnets. Yeah. How do they work? I, I wasn't gonna say the rest of me. But uh, crack, crack it out that old 2012 meme right oh. there. But the one that got me, so to reveal, because obviously if it was just that, then the group would very easily pass on the first question. And oh, yeah. look, they've got their, um, oh, how much do they, is it? It's two million per game player, isn't it? No, yeah, two, well, two million is. Uh, uh, two million was the entry, but they get two million per game like, divided between the five, right? Uh, they get 400 thousand each if each if they so two get, million. if they clear the game yeah yeah sorry, so they yeah, get, yeah. sorry yeah. Kind of two, big... two million total but it's it specifically goes to the individual yeah so it is it's very much exemplifies why i just stopped caring about the numbers eventually oh well yeah, okay, eventually we'll get to it in a minute but in this one they actually are like razor on with the numbers they're like no this will do this this will double this because if you speak when it's you're not allowed it doubles your debt instantly so in yeah. this game, they're very tight on like the money numbers, which is why I assumed that was going to be a big part, and is then immediately thrown out the window in game two. But uh, <laughs> but the other thing that they they go on. I was just going to say they they love just adding random additional rules. Yes, it's like somebody was like thinking of this story and they went, okay, so what could they do to get around this? Oh yes, they could do that. Okay, now they're not allowed to do that. Yeah, and it felt more like a list rather than a well thought out game. And that's one of the things that really annoys me about this because, like, one of the reasons I get interested in this kind of thing is like if you've got clear defined rules, then it's more about trying to figure a way to outsmart the system, as it were. Whereas mm -hmm. it's not nearly as fun if they go, "Oh, I could do this," and they're like, "Oh, by the way, forgot to tell you this happens." Mm -hmm. It's like, well, that that's not like the whole yeah. point is you're supposed to be. Inducing despair, as it were, to use the Danganronpa mm -hmm. example, through within the confines of the rule set. So, like, it's a clear win, but then it doesn't go to plan. Whereas, if you go, haha, no, it's gone, like, we actually implement this rule, then it's like, okay, so you're clearly just biased against them, which I guess the point, but. Well, not, not meaning to go back to a thing which has nothing to do with manga a, a lot, but this is the same thing with the Saw movies. Have you two ever seen the Saw movies? Like any of them? I have no. seen one to three. Okay, so with those movies, they do this thing where it's like this elaborate, unnecessarily elaborate trap where they are trying to teach someone to value their life and go through death in order to figure out the life's worth living. Some sort of yeah. bullshit they just need to write a script around. And that's kind of the same thing where it's like they go here is a set of rules. If you obey these rules, you can win the game. But it's always skewed in the favor of the game. That's exactly what they're doing here. It's like, you. this is always skewed in favor of these kids losing. And it never seems fair. And I get that's the point. But it's not 
fun to just see, oh, so they're going to lose unless some bullshit happens. Yeah. Because like, that, that's all you keep thinking of through these massive lists of rules. Oh. Yeah. You think something has to be pulled out of somebody's ass in order to win. Yeah, like, I'll oh, say it doesn't affect the first game so much. Like I thought the first game was relatively fair. Uh, mm-hmm. The second game, again, when we get to that, that's the one where it clearly just becomes, yeah, okay. Second game was just confusing to me, but sure. I but, want to disagree with you, Mike. Okay. The games are fair. No, Take the first game, okay. for example. Second game is objectively not fair. I, I'll get on. the second game when we get to the second <laughs> game. But the first game, all they've got mm-hmm. to do is just vote correctly, and they uh, reduce their debt. Mm-hmm. That they're, they're incentivized to vote incorrectly because um, on the bottom. So I don't think we mentioned this. So here's the big but, twist. Yeah. Yeah. For the for the first four people to go, they look at their card and it just says, "You will provide the question." But then, as we find out when we get to Yuichi, the main character, uh, yes. who goes fourth, I think. Yes. Um, yeah. On the bottom of his card, it also says, um, "If you vote incorrectly, is it? Or if you get, if you vote if no, if you say, yeah, if you vote yes, you pass the game. If you vote no, your debt is halved." Yeah, that was it. Is is the ask the the question asker's debt will be halved if you vote no, or if if the answer's no, should I say? This was where one of the things that really... T- I didn't notice it at first, but when I was rereading it, it just occurred to me. So, the, you win the game... You're about to say the same I, thing. I, probably. So, if you win the yeah. game by everyone answering the question correctly, come up with a question where the correct answer is no. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, I don't think at any point in their huge list of rules that they have to say the correct answer is always yes no the cards say if you say yes you'll pass but in the start of the rules they say no because in the rules at the start they say answer correctly to win yeah so why not just say the correct answer is no therefore when they answer no yeah then if they just say no every time it fixes the entire situation and also because that obviously that rules on the card but then the kids would immediately go it's like no correct answer oh you haven't passed like but you explain that in the rules at which point they have to explain the clause on the card and then oh the whole game's fallen apart Mm -hmm. very much so in their attempts at being hyper specific with the rules they've unfortunately allowed you for more thought of how to get around those rules yes if you just say the rules are um, don't talk and answer this correctly, and if you don't answer correctly, then blah, blah, blah. If they just kept it simple, then the reader, and therefore the characters, should be less inclined to try and think of ways around the system. Yes. Now, the problem with that is that's what this entire genre of games, this sort of uh, detective style, I've got to think think on my feet, figure it out type deals. That's what this thrives on. This thrives on showing there's no possible way they could win unless. And as a result of that, that's, that becomes very difficult to write that in a realistic way, which is what this has fallen down to on that particular point. But, I mean... I mean do you disagree? Uh, no, I'm just sort of saying, to me, the game still generally seems fair. Like, all they had to do was answer correctly in the first one. As as the uh, uh, Manbu, the little doll person running the games, 
explains. Puppy, yeah, yep. as, as he explains, if if you're just trusting your friends, you'll you'll be out of here no problem. And that's the problem. Which it is of it is of course at that point. Um, on that point, it's uh, the reason why this whole thing exists is because somebody has set this up. Like yep. one of them has. Yes. Uh, that's not revealed at that stage. I don't think. Well, um, you do. It's... You do know one of them has. And then a huge amount of they, debt, yeah. they they were in debt and they were like, oh, I can play this game and get my friends involved. Well, this thing, we know one of them has stolen two million. One of them has a debt of twenty million. Presumably the same, although theoretically, I guess it could be different. Could and be. Um, I'm assuming, based off the words of Manabe and obviously also viewer perspective, it's not Yuichi. Yeah, um, considering he's the main character, unless they want to completely pull the twist out of their ass yeah. and just say like, oh, it was the main character all along, then yeah, it's but I'm more pretty than sure the puppet also him. says, because he says, it wasn't me, and he's like, oh, it's one of the other four then. And I guess you could yeah. take that as maybe Yuichi's line, but like, it seemed weirdly confirmatory. Yeah. <laughs> this unfortunately is another trope of this of the this type of story where it does it does unfortunately have to bail out every now and again. It's the whole, it was all a dream ending. It's like you sometimes need the lowest common denominator in order to figure out who yeah. the, the killer is or whatever, because you unfortunately, in the process of playing the game, you prove that it can't possibly be anyone else. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of this, it's like you see an evil smile from our protagonist, like, ha ha ha, it was me all along. I mean, you say that, but you've read volume two, Mike. I have, yeah. yes, and yet I'm still not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, I think that mostly like covers it for the first game. I don't know if anyone has any more opinions they want to share on that one. Mm, nothing I can think of, really. I, I do think it is um, worth mentioning how it does set up the mood of the story really, really well. Yes. It does, it does show that this is a story, this is not the light and fluffy slice of life with relationship dramas that I thought it was going to be. You were promised. This is, <laughs> I, w- I feel like I was promised. And this is a story where you are constantly having to second guess your thoughts and feelings on characters. You are having to be uh, wary of betrayal and you have to be wondering who is going to be next. Who's going to drive the knife in further and it all becomes like a mangaized version of um town of salem in that sort of way and it's uh yeah the mood of it is set very well and very strongly and that actually hooked me in quite quickly because of that fact yeah it's very quickly clear that you can't take anyone reasonably at their word yeah face value is not a thing that exists in this in this show manga that's what i'm looking for yeah it's it it's not a thing you can trust ever and actually i'm talking about faces in general it's another point to the artist they does really well at showing emotion in this yes mm. really well well i feel like and that allows you to feed into the whole thing i feel this is something you definitely do want to have the characters emoting a lot mm-hmm. in this kind of story 100 percent yeah, um, I think I made a specific note. Like, he's really the artist is really good at realizing, like, especially the expressive shots, either through shading or like the facial minutia. It's just, yeah, mm-hmm. very good job. Absolutely. Uh, so, if, even if we call it trash at the end of this, art on point for this kind of story. Absolutely. 
One thing I did want to mention just about the first game, because it did occur to me, we didn't mention the fifth question. Oh, okay. So the fifth question is a uh, actual question. It's not uh, made up by the caster. And I believe it also doesn't have the yes-no clauses on it. At the it bottom. doesn't. So the fifth question is, at the end of this, will we all be friends forever and ever? And they say yeah. the correct answer, the hosts say the correct answer is yes, which is garbage. The correct answer could be either. But, um, <laughs> so there's no wrong answer to that question. Like, who knows what they'll be in 50 years' time. Yeah, and this whole question is, is designed in such a way to try and weed out the traits or cause um, suspicion amongst the kids. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's basically the point. Cause the idea is obviously you've had the first four questions where uh, it's all gone to use wrong. One, yeah, <laughs> use one of the questions that they do actually ask is one plus one equals two. And yes. Yeah, of course, one plus one is two. But then someone votes no, so it goes to no because obviously they're yeah. trying half their debt. So when you've had four questions like that, and you get to that last one, it's like, will we be friends after this? The point is, odds are everyone's going to be saying no. Because, yeah. no, clearly, uh, yes. everyone's out to look for themselves. And, yeah, and that's so all, that, I, I get like, that. The, the events of the game are now trying to force them to essentially say no, and then um, due to the, uh, the penalty game rules. But, yeah. So then it would all go on to... Um, the, the person with the most debt. The little girl, I've got a name here somewhere. Uh, uh, Yutori. Yutori, yeah. Yeah, Yutori, who um, by design is the small, demure one who you're supposed to feel sorry for because she's small and demure. But, um, yep. She is anime trope number 45. Yeah, yep. she is designed as the pitiable character and is put in this game in the pitiable position. So if the question was incorrectly answered again, even though that's impossible, then she would get automatically the entire 20 million debt on her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the game would have ended, ended as well, yeah. I believe. So like, well, there's no, reason, they, they, point. Yeah. there's no reason for, for the other four to participate in that point. Although, I don't know how that would work, because I assume Yuichi would say, no, I'm going to keep playing, or I don't know. Uh, you don't know, really, do you? Um, yeah. You don't know. And that's most likely, if this story goes on long enough, something they're going to pull out of their ass later as well. I've got no debt, but I'm going to keep playing for my friends! Aha! Correct answer! Oh, they kind of do that. Yeah, of course they do that. Like, I mean, okay. I am not a writer by trade, okay. but come on. I mean, in fairness, do so thing. if we're asking Phil what happened in the future, in fairness, I wrote down my notes because of the way it was paced and everything. I'm like... I can't see this lasting the seven years it's gone. I'm going to assume a new group of kids is coming at some point. Am I right or wrong on that? Well, that sounds a bit wrong. <laughs> a bit of both, I guess. No, okay. <laughs> so, the the, the thing I got from this is more, it's you're going to start multiple stories going off at the same time, so like multiple games playing. I guess, and in then my head. eventually they'll overlap with each so other somehow. Maybe, in my head it was more, I was thinking more like Gantz, where there's a, con like, the game is the, yeah, the concept. The game is constantly But then the characters going, yeah, evolve. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. So to, to, to spoil ahead a bit, um, it becomes less about the debt and it's more about... Cottoned onto that in game two. <laughs> well, yeah. But the point is, it very much becomes less about the debt and it's more about 
trying to overthrow those that are running it. I say overthrow, like oh, take okay. take them down kind of thing. Okay. And part of that as well is they're trying to figure out who's who's the traitor in their midst, basically. Sure. Um, and the, the reason I say the debt disappears is because it it doesn't technically disappear as such, but basically after one of the games, Yuichi basically you you find out that they're in the kids version of this game where like the numbers are a lot smaller. But there's actually an sure. adults version of this game where it's like the games are harder and the money's a lot bigger. And he's like, no, nah, fuck it, we're going sure. to that one. We're going we're gonna to destroy everything. Going to make you lose all your fucking money. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, so, so just the chat. Kind of is like games. So just the chat then. You're allowed to play this into the positive, as it were, if you want to. Yes. Well, they said so, that. Yeah. Okay. This is actually they? something that comes up. The idea is um, you, you do find out there are people that have played the game multiple times. Yeah. And they do it because they can get money out of it, and it is a way for them to live, essentially. You, you can earn big bucks, so to speak. Yeah, I don't know if they ever outright say it, but in the beginning, they do imply that you can actually win money from this. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I must have missed that part, then. It's the fact that they keep throwing out... I mean, if you do pay attention to the numbers, which yeah. I did stop paying attention to quite quickly, uh, they keep throwing out uh, numbers that are big enough that if you sort of just loosely add them together, like, oh, that ends up as a positive yeah, they, number, even if it's a negative for someone else. I, I think they do actually say this at some point as well. Possibly in the second game, they do say, oh, yeah, you know, you could you could potentially end up with money. You have tons. So, I mean, we've, yeah. we've alluded to it enough then, so let's move on to the <laughs> second game. So, after yeah, a little, like, interlude bit where I think um, Shiho, who is the other girl character, and Yuichi have a chat, and then everyone listens in in their own way. Sure, yep. Even though they were all told to go to whatever, because privacy is dead. Yep, yep. pretty much. But uh, oh. and she says that her debt doubled, even though to me it clearly didn't. But okay, so <laughs> enough of that. Game yeah. two. So game two is backbiting Sugoroku. Um, Sugoroku doesn't have a direct English equivalent. It's probably most easiest to think of. Imagine just snake and ladders, but without the snakes or ladders. Just get from yeah. a roll dice. Get from A to B. Yeah, I, and... I sort of took it as like a game of life type thing. Yeah, that's another example. I think of it as like a board game, but at its most basic, and that's kind of... And then obviously you can add complications and extra rules to it, like we did with Snakes and Ladders. Your, hmm. your examples are way better than what I was going to say. <laughs> what was your example? Ludo or something? Or... <laughs> I, no, I was going to say, and I, I'm going to not need you to judge me for this because it's really stupid. Uh, my thought was, it's like Monopoly with none of the buying, none of the buildings, <laughs> and basically just chance spaces. It's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong that Monopoly is about. a game where you move spaces. <laughs> I said no judgment, not, okay? I mean, you're not wrong. You're, you've just <laughs> gone about 10 degrees more complicated. But um, yeah, so it's back by Sugoroku, so it's, as I say, it's a board game. There are 60 spaces, so Whoever gets to the end first wins, in inverted commas. Mm, yeah. um, to move spaces, you... Oh, here we go. You have to write on a card something negative, essentially. Expose a secret about someone else. Uh, the examples they use... I will say. It doesn't, but you... They, they you just said, reveal win. a secret. Yeah, but the way it's structured, it yeah. implies negative is better. 
Uh, they give terrible examples, by the way. They're like, he's wearing a wig. And it's like, oh no, who cares? And I think wig's actually the winning worst one. Which is like, yeah, that, that was like to show how the game worked to them. Yeah, right? it was a little, little weird. Although, some of those. A note on that, just briefly. The, the kid gets like, like we talked about how good the facial art is and stuff. The kid is like weirdly freaked out by this heinous accusation. It's like, no, I'm not. It's not true. It's like, Jesus, kid, calm down. It was an example. Hey, that, in fairness, those true. couple of pages where they do those and then they get to vote, that's kind of like the most like kids having fun slice of life that this ever gets, really, mm. in these ones. It's just, it's a nice vibe on those couple of pages. Like, oh, yeah, this is what it would be like if it was a nice, happy, peaceful manga. Oh, so you're saying Phil didn't like it? He didn't. Two pages are, in fact, slice of life. Oh, well, there you go. But yeah, so you have to write, Phil, you're forgiven. you go into a pod, you write down secrets about your friends, and then the almighty gods, so in other words, Twitch, <laughs> yeah. vote yeah. on yeah, Twitch, um, yeah. which one they think is the most damning, essentially, or the most derogatory. Scandalous! It's it's arbitrary because they're voting. They can vote on whatever criteria they yeah. want, I guess. And mm-hmm. whoever gets the most votes gets advanced immediately. Well, gets advanced forward by um, five spaces: second, four, third, three, and so on. Unless you don't get votes against you, in which case you don't advance or something, and you, you can't vote space. for people who haven't had something against them, which is also weird. One space. Is it? Oh, is it one space? Oh, the, I thought that was only if one space. Okay, I thought that was only if um, nobody voted. Uh, uh, but yes, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> rules. But yeah, so that's that's the kind of basic rule. Um, whoever gets to the end first does get the whole two million split between a bunch of people. But again, penalty rules in effect. So which they don't tell you at the start because haha. Mm-hmm. So everyone gets they get all of the debts accumulated in that specific game. But Sean, they wouldn't get any debts. Ha, no, because as they also then reveal after the game started, every space has a text on it, which you can't see. And it's, by the looks of it, all negative. So you would lose 100k, you could lose 500k, which means there's no benefit to being working as a team at any point in this game because you'll have billions more debt. But, um, yep. Which is what really pissed me off about this game. Okay. But yeah, if you all... Don't answer, then you will advance forward one space and you will get whatever the penalty is for that space. Unless there are positive spaces, who knows? And there's probably another couple of rules that I've forgotten and that they only come up as are needed. That's basically the basic rules. So, the, yeah, I, I will say again that this is with the benefit of having read a little bit further. So I know the rest of this. You have seen the rest of this game. I have seen the rest of this game. <laughs> There are, in fact, positive spaces, and they do actually talk about exactly what you sort of mentioned there, about how it seems that every space is negative. Yeah. And they actually highlight um, that's because it's at the start of the game. They've oh, no, I get stacked it's, the it's start staggered. Of the game. I get that that's been done like that, but so, so the do idea they say of, that they all even out over the course yeah, of all Yeah, they say spaces? basically if... Uh, they actually, sh- you you sort of caught the administrators for this one. Those two ladies, okay. Like, oh yeah, he's he's cottoned on to it. If if everyone had just if they'd all advanced one space at a time, they'd have ended the game with nothing lost, nothing gained. Or it, would it they? Because out. there's special spaces. There, there is, but the the fact that the administrators oh, no, are saying that, that I'm yeah, assuming so, yeah. it would take into account the special spaces. Fair enough. No, I did gather that, but that's. 
I'm glad that's addressed because that was yeah, something they, that really they, they do address it. Because like they actually straight up say we, or I say they say like the administrators say. So obviously the the friends don't hear this. Characters part. don't know. Yeah, uh, they say they have stacked the front part of that game to try and encourage again to encourage people to betray I, yeah. their friends. I get that. Like that makes that makes sense. I'm happy that that's a mechanic. I know I was also annoyed that they didn't say at any point. The spaces have additional clauses on them. Like what? What's yeah, the that harm? was another one of those. <laughs> what's the harm in telling Surprise! them? Surprise! <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's just the constant. Um, the thing I said before, which is uh, the game's always stacked against the the characters. Is like, well, oh, as, as I say, to me, it doesn't seem like it is because, as, as said there, if they just didn't reveal anything, just went around one space at a time, they'd have got through. No problem. Yeah, but they didn't know that. Didn't. that in that way, it's stacked against the players. The point is, they just need to trust the friends and believe in them and be friendly friends mm-hmm. who are just playing games. And from their point of view, add up however many thousands of yen worth of debt yeah. in addition to that by being all trusting and not trying to advance quicker. Sure. And, but I mean, yeah. really, this is sort of just skirting the issue, which is it wouldn't have mattered anyway because there's a traitor amongst them. Yes, there is, there a is a traitor, which is revealed. Which is revealed to, yeah, to the or- okay, revealed, revealed yeah. to the audience at the end of volume yes. two. They don't know, but I'm assuming that they cottoned onto it in the convenient bit where the traitor was locked in his room for three minutes as part of the rules of when you're submitting a a secret. Yeah. So yeah, that did that very much seem like an oh, there's three minutes like because you're you're always locked in a room for at least three minutes. Yes. They point that out that three minutes, regardless of what you do when yeah. you submit. They point that out, and then they make a specific point at one point of the guy going time of the traitor going time to leave. Oh, can't, gotta wait three minutes. Yeah, yeah. So they point that out, and then when they get outside, everyone conveniently the women are catfighting yeah. and living up to what he assumes women are. And yeah, yeah, it's it's like it. It becomes very obvious that right, they've set this up. They the they've all conned on in the nicest way. He yeah. kind of gave it away from his from what he was saying and everything. Like as soon as the man, yeah. as soon as the author revealed it to the audience, that guy just went off the deep end. I, I keep saying he really I keep saying that did, guy, yeah. uh, Tenji. Tenji, <laughs> Tenji yeah. is the one yeah. who has got them all here. He went full on yes anime psycho. <laughs> Like the straight up, like, uh, you know, the face I'm gonna try and describe to you now. I don't know if it's got an actual name. Is it like the one from Death like, Note or like those kind of faces? Or... Yeah, like the wide yeah. eyes, like psycho shadowing of the face and everything. It's like, yes, I am evil. It's like, fucking all according hell, to Keikaku. <laughs> Keikaku means Keikaku. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I'm assuming in the actual, because presumably they're still, if they're still doing this. I'm assuming they know he's the one who got them into this at this point, or figure it out very soon after what we've read, or already yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just annoying yeah, that. That's a whole thing. The, it's just annoying that, granted, maybe the characters figured it out, but why did the audience have to be straight up told? told? Yeah. Yeah, that this guy was the traitor. Why didn't they write it in such a way that the characters figured it out and then say, "This is how I figured it out"? Because that's that. There's a reason why it's written like that most of the time. It's because it allows you time to figure it out yourself and then reveal to you if you didn't get it. Yeah, and it's just weird that they would and annoying actually that they would just say, "Oh yeah, this guy's a bad guy." Yeah, I don't it, get why you would 
because that's one of the core tenets of this kind of thing is like the who done it and trying to figure yeah, exactly. that out and it's weird to just give that away because i know i don't know if i hadn't cottoned on to which one it was i was leaning more towards the other guy um mm-hmm. i don't know if you had like whether you had any thoughts on who it was before they just gave it away like uh, well i i'm still leaning on the pulling it out of their ass that the main character <laughs> is the bad guy <laughs> I think it's like I'm I'm very cynical about these. I don't things. think it's him. I think the theory I have no, is not. that no the entrant and the guy with the debt are two different people. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at that. Um or they do try to set it up in try to enter. They tried to set it up in such a way that it could have been any of them. Yes. They even go down, I think it's in that break between the two games. They go down the list of why it could be any one of them. Yeah. And gets into some pretty heartbreaking shit. From like their backstory that says why they could do with all the money that they've accumulated, all the debt they've built up. So I do get it, and I get that's what they tried to do, and then they fucking ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> so, fuck, man. Like it's it's stuff like that makes me go, oh, okay, guess I'm done then. So, <laughs> like, I guess I'm done with this. The, the thing I would say is, the author seems to have gone about it slightly different to the way you guys have thinking about it so it become it's less about figuring out who the traitor is and more figuring out um i'm just going to straight up say the ass pull that you each comes up sure. with in yep. a given game because it's that's, like that's fair i mean i can see because yep. obviously the appeal like the hook for the end of this volume was essentially you clearly done something because of what the final card is What's he done? Ooh. And now it's yeah, the villain yeah. trying to figure out what the hero's done. Yeah. yeah, like I got that. And that was fairly smart, at least slightly new. Yeah. It's a switch of perspective. So he's no longer the main character, essentially. It switches to yeah. the villain. It was just very ham-fisted in the way it did it. And I, get, I mean, I guess there is an interest to me. I don't know if this is where like, the next couple of volumes go. There is an interest to the dynamic of how would the good guys and girls work with the gu- the person they've clearly now outed as the originator of the problems. Because you can't... Yeah. I mean, you could try and foist it all on them, but presumably because Yuichi's goal is friendship over money, presumably he's going to mm-hmm. want to try and mend this friendship. Yeah, they actually do go out of their way to say like how these friendships will never be the same again. Yeah. And yet the protagonist, Yuichi, he is constantly saying, like, no, we will get through this. Yeah. So I'm guessing the idea is that he's trying to get through in a way that's clever but can also be repaired and that's kind of that's the drama here it's whether or not how far is too far and what will he need to do to take it all back at the end that's his personal drama anyway because you also go into a lot of backstory like a surprising amount of cutaways Mm. in this you're not always focused on the game and you go into a lot of backstory about how and why these individuals are friends with each other and then what they would be losing if they lost that friendship. At no point did I, because I mean, I was a teenager once, <laughs> many moons ago. I don't believe you. And <laughs> neither do I. I was, I was never a child, that's for sure. I grew up as a 30-year-old man. And I believe that these are real teenage relationships. These are real teenage friendships. Everything felt incredibly authentic. I mean, cultural gap or not, it felt very, very real. Well, it focuses and... on, as the uh, the admins pretty much say, like the majority of teenage drama comes from romance, 
And lo and behold, mm -hmm. in this round, most of the secrets are romantically Romance. or yeah. female gaze related, as it were. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that is, I mean, it's, it's just correct. <laughs> like, there's not really a lot of other stuff to say about that apart from praising it because it is just correct, correctly done. This is very, very real apart from, you know, it all being really fucking stupid. <laughs> that there's, apart from that. <laughs> I will say, so it's obviously this is the chap chapter. This is the game where we really start to get to learn a bit more because there's not a huge amount of backstory on the characters outside of Yuichi before the games start. And even then that's only like 10 pages. Well, it's enough to give you an idea of who he is. But uh, the other characters don't really have that. Like half of chapter one is the start of the games. Like, it's not like a chapter of getting to know them and then the twist. You do get like a page in chapter one. You get like a page with like a description like saying, yeah. this is Yutori. She's the student council president and a boulder of justice. That's her character. But, um, Which also fed into why I thought this was a slice of life. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But uh, this is where you first start to really see some of the backstories. And I'm not really sure like how I feel about it, because obviously due to the nature of the game, the majority of the backstories you now learn about these characters are framed in negative light. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of, the, especially um, uh, Shiho, the president, the student council president I just mentioned, she gets yeah. hammered in the part of this game that we've read. So you see a ton of what to a teenager is a negative thing. Like as a, as like in a 20, I was going to say 28, no, I'm 29. As a 29 year old man, someone going, I've had, I've had facial surgery. It's like, cool, good for you. But obviously at a teenage yeah. age, you had scars on your face. <laughs> yeah, like the assumption is that it's vanity over yeah. necessity. Well, that's yeah. that's the thing though. She never says it was for like to cover up scars or anything. I like no, that. I think she the, said the she the got into just, fights or something. Yeah. yeah, but so the car's just like, oh, she's had plastic surgery. Yeah. The card doesn't explicitly then, state what for. Yeah doesn't explicitly state what and she doesn't go oh it's because i had like facial scars i just want to yeah. get rid of or whatever and then um yutori um the other girl is like yes. oh my god you had plastic surgery i can't believe you how scandalous <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of non-scandals going on in the in this section and a couple of if true real ones as well which is good, but it's good that that's like the level they're playing at. But I think it's sort of as, as you mentioned, the administrators kind of point out that's the kind of drama that teenagers would cotton on to. It's like, oh my god, they had facial mm -hmm. surgery! Like that's outrageous. Yeah, like there's there's no valid reason for anyone to have facial surgery. There's only one reason, and it's if you want giant boobs. <laughs> to be fair, I face. think there is on on your face. Yeah, there is a lie. I think I thought I wrote it down, but I can't spot it. But um, there was a line I did like from the administrator. Oh, there was, which was something to the effect of like those who get pissed over these kind of things are just virgins themselves or something. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, language yeah, like because um, they're talking about virginity yeah, yeah. for a like, while, like purity, not, and because yeah. obviously Japanese attacker culture is very obsessed with the ideas of purity, and yeah, it, it very much must um, be a virgin or they are trash and they are dead to me, and I will send them death threats. One of the administrators spits hot fire at the incels yeah. that we met in our first ever episode. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, and I was like, "Preach, preach, sister." <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, like, man, I should not be siding with these guys. 
I feel like that's not the point of this. Uh, like, yeah. turns out bureaucrats misunderstood all along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a takeaway. Second game is... I don't... Uh, I mean, yeah, apart from destroying the friendships, it does seem to be a bit of a setup to try and get the... To try and shift the view onto beating the bad guy. Yeah. Which is never something I like to see, but I am interested to see where it's going to go with that. Yeah, it's where the fangs reveal themselves a bit more. I mean, hell, you even got Manabu essentially saying, betray your friends, betray your friends. And I'm like, you're supposed to be the unbiased host, mate. Hey, 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 at, no point, at no point did he say he was unbiased. I, that's, that is fair. He did not say that, but kind of the or he's given off until that point he's like all you got to do is be friends that's not hard is it um, yeah now kill them <laughs> that's that's pretty much it he's just going like oh, just... but that's the thing he's like the whole point is he's meant to be like innocent but obviously there's hidden meaning and twistedness behind his words whereas yeah like it, it's where is that one clearly. he just outright says the twisted stuff is like no 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 he's supposed to push them towards it without saying that well, apparently they weren't getting the results they wanted, so they just decided to nudge it a little bit. It's like reality TV. Yeah. I will say the other, I mean, one of the other big things I picked up on this second game. So, again, this is when I started thinking about it, which is probably not the best of plans. But uh, So they're each locked in the chamber for at least three minutes. So that mm -hmm. means at a bare minimum, a round has to last 15 minutes. If not, like 15 sure. to 20 minutes. Sure. Um, the most, ignoring special spaces anyone can move, is five spaces. Assuming it's the same okay. person getting hammered every time. And the 60 spaces, at the bare minimum, this game is going for three hours, assuming one person gets hammered the entire game for three hours. There's also another clause they have in, which is like if you get caught on a lie, you skip ahead nine spaces. Uh, you skip ahead put ahead of the, in front of the person. The leader. The yes. Right. Okay. And then there's also the, um, the super reveal. Where they're like, we're going to reveal a very damning secret about the individual, and then mm -hmm. for every ten percent of people who think that's unacceptable, you get moved forward to space. And then it's not about the individual because, again, why would they? No, why would they obey not. the rules they put in place themselves? Yep. There's this like big damning piece of evidence. Oh no, it's a like... huge. It's a huge thing, and I get why. Like, because essentially ninety nine percent of the audience say that's not acceptable because essentially it's. Um, the one guy's father is a politician and has been doing shady politician things. And they completely yeah, expose like it. Everything you expect a shady politician to do, he's doing Yes, it, basically. That's fine. By all means, that's damning for his father. But they very specifically said it's mm. about the individual. Yeah, it's, it's nothing to do with him. Yeah. And he even says, I've got nothing to hide, which he may well not do after that. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's what they're going with. Clearly not. I mean, he's, yeah, like he's these typical teenage misogynists and gets punched the shit out of several times. And, I, you know, I can't yeah. say he doesn't deserve it. But <laughs> sure, yeah. But, yeah, that's a bit, it's like, it's not really him. You can't, it's another one of those times where the rules are kind of just skewed. Yeah. Like, uh... I, I will say that's definitely one where they do bend the rules a bit. Yeah. More than a bit. They bend it completely to fit the narrative they're trying to put forward. Yes. And I don't mean like the narrative of the administrators, I mean the narrative of the manga in general. It's like, we need these kids to be at each other's throats. How do we do that? Which is, it does show a bit, like the mask slips a bit and it shows a bit of the, a bit of the intention behind the series. It's like, we need this, this manga to be in a place where we want it to be. Yes. How do we go about doing that? Not, the focus is not on writing a story. Yes. Which is the problem with that I have, anyway. 
So, I mean, we've talked about the five individuals quite a lot there. Does anyone have any other thoughts on the characters or anything they want to talk about? I mean, I do find it a little weird, the the puppets in general. I know they have names. Um, do you mean the admins? I, no, like uh, the actual like puppet characters that... Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. The one that, the, well, first of all, he just grows a bunch of hair between games, which I thought was It's really a costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his head is like twice as big as a normal human's mic yeah well, i know that's a costume i know i'm not that like, dumb he, yeah he's, he's supposed to be a character from a late night children's anime as i think one of them describes yeah. but it was cancelled because yeah. it was rather extreme in nature apparently that that's impressive for a, a late night kids anime to get uh, well, taxed, as it were. why are there late night kids anime uh, all animes Isn't the whole night. point of it's the simple I'm answer thinking, to that. Isn't, isn't the point of it being late night that it's for the adults? No, because anime in general in Japan airs pretty late at night. Yes. Out, outside yeah. of most the of it airs really, like really big a. ones. Yeah, unless you're Mr. Yeah. One Piece, then. Yeah, like Naruto was. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say prime time. It's probably not literally yeah. prime time, but that was at like somewhat normal hours. One Piece is. Yeah. Everything, like else is, like, yeah. Yeah. Everything else is like yeah. Well, I wholeheartedly never expected to actually learn anything on this show. <laughs> and there you go. It took us what? How many episodes is this? Four, four, three? Four. Mike, you you learned how to beat yeah. a nuke last week. Yeah. Last episode. No. No, because what happened was after I read that, I repeatedly hit my head into my desk until oh, so I you were lost trying to learn so <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> that was shit. Can I just <laughs> can I go back to this? It was so bad. <laughs> like, oh my god, it was awful. Sorry, it it just affects me every so often. I just remember just random remember, bits yeah. of it. And if I just rem remember random bits of it, and it hurts me. Yeah. And if you want to relive <laughs> Mike's trauma, go listen to the last episode, episode three, Eminence in Shadow. This is pretty much all this show is. It's just my repeated traumas over and over and over. Okay. And me getting um, steadily more and more sad. Okay. So let's um, <laughs> move on. Let's move on. Let's from move on that from your trauma. Shit. Okay. Who, no one listens for that. <laughs> so, so we should probably um, discuss as well. So. For, for whatever reason, well, I don't know why the author chose to do this, but there are essentially volume two ends with two bonus chapters. I, um, yeah, I think they were just bonus chapters in the um, in the in the Takabons, I think they're called. That's the right word, yeah. Takabon release in the kind of serialized in, in volume. The one, yeah. yeah, release. I'm not sure why, because you just I couldn't, do sometimes. there was space for another chapter in the book, so I'm not sure why they just Yeah, it also there. ends on a cliffhanger as well. Mostly, I so get ending on a book, but yeah, I, I get that as well. But what I'm thinking, this is my theory. Right. The theory is that they wrote this cliffhanger in, and it wasn't really meant to be a cliffhanger at first. Not, I mean, it was meant to be between chapters, but not between volumes. Yeah. So what they probably did was they thought, wait, that's actually a great place to end the volume. Let's just end it there. And then realized they were two chapters short of the end of the volume and just stuffed in that apart from what i assume is later in the story yeah that's my theory so anyway in these bonus chapters we meet a character um 
I've got Ken because that's his name for short, yeah. and I can't actually remember if his yeah, full like, name was like Kenichi or Ken Kenji. Or, right. It's one of them, and he makes yeah, jokes about doesn't it. Doesn't he like yeah change it halfway through the story as well or something? Uh, nobody remembers it right. That's the thing. It's like yeah. Yeah. Pokemon. Nobody gets it right. But um, sure. yeah. So his I actually quite liked these chapters because I felt like they're much more snappily snappily paced. So you kind of go through the entire arc of a game and failure within the mm. context of just one chapter. So you see this guy who is essentially a deadbeat and needs to pay off a, uh, I think it's five million debt. So he goes, ah, oh, I know, those, those saps I was friends lived when I was a kid, I'll get them into this. Like, and I think at the same time, there's a school union going on or something because they mention it every now and then. Yep. So under yeah, the context yeah. of that. That's, what, that's why they're in the same town. Yeah. So They haven't actually seen each other in like 20 years or something. Yeah. So under the context of that, he reunites them all together the old taser to the back again and they wake up in the room again Manabu's like hey yo it's time to play these games again but five million's too small you can't play with that so it's 10 million now but um sure and then they play and i was like whoa it's this one straight from kaji uh rock paper scissors or rochambeau mm. depending on what you call it where they all get one card of one rock card one paper card one scissors card and they're in a shocking twist they very clearly and concisely explain the rules of like yep this is how it all split depending on who does what in each round uh, essentially yeah if you lose the round you get uh, more debt from the winner I, I will say specifically that part bothered me really uh, not so much like the how it all breaks down or whatnot but just like the fact we had a page which was just like this weird diagram type thing of explaining all the different outcomes i thought that was brilliant i was like wow yeah. that's clear yeah. concise gets it done it was definitely a breath of fresh air considering the other ones we've read where it's like oh anything could happen this is like nah this yeah, is but... a finite amount of results these are the finite <laughs> results we're not going to spend 20 pages explaining the rules bish bash bosh i get that that's fine but i suppose the thing for me is i just kind of looked at that and went i guarantee that's not important in the slightest and that is true read it because that it's is very, very it. true. it's generally not important that's fair yeah like i did much the same thing i didn't it's not so much that i read it all and went oh that's not important it was more that i looked at it and went okay cool they'll explain it when we get there. yeah yeah this is how i learn games in general <laughs> i was like yeah. okay it'll, learn it'll by doing I very much do learn by doing so. When I looked at that, I was like, it's nice they've explained it, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I get both of what you're saying. Yeah. So, but as the chapter progresses, uh, it's made apparent that the other four have all very much cottoned on to him because they've, <laughs> like, immediately. Yeah. For slightly unfair reasons, I feel, in my point of view. But, uh, because <laughs> the way it's framed at the end, it looks like Manabe or Manabu or whatever explained to the four of them the scenario they were in before he woke up and i was like that's a bit yeah that's going to it pretty obvious <laughs> yep. but uh yeah so they basically yeah he gets completely destroyed by these four he lo loses both rounds therefore losing all yeah just loses and has the, loses everything yeah and kaidet's voiced on him and lol thanks for playing where's our money yeah it's also how every one of this friend group who were apparently the best of friends as a kid just immediately turn on this guy and it's like a bit of a juxtaposition because usually it's the protagonist who is a good guy and he uses all of his wits to try and figure out the situation 
Whereas this time, it's a bad guy who's used all of his wits to figure out exactly what he wants to happen, and it just blows up in his face. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very weird. It's like the other side of the story about how the guy we're focused on, because we know very little about the friends. The guy we're focused on, the guy we know about, is going to lose. He's going to lose hard, and we just watch it happen. Yeah. It's... It's a, it's a very different take on that kind of genre. So I don't know if any of this is relevant to later on in the story. I don't know if it's just like a one-off or whatever. I uh, but I assume one-off, I mean, if you'll correct me in a minute, but I assume one-off, considering you then have like the second part of the one-off where he battle of wits between the main character and it was like, ah, so you still had some pages to fill. Got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then just to really hammer home how bad this guy is compared to the protagonist, the protagonist schools him completely. <laughs> I mean, actually, the game. No, because he very cleverly, and I did again, like post to the artist, he cottons on because the guy essentially bashes into him. He's like, "Oh, you've broken my arm. You've damaged my arm. I do attack on Titan because that's in the same magazine." I now realise why they reference yeah, that one. Sure, no, but he sense. says, "I do a Titan manga." I think, yeah, yeah. And because Attack on Titan's in the same magazine, that makes sense. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, and then at one point before he does the game, he then proceeds to grab the guy by the neck with the injured hand. And, yeah, that's, and sure. the protagonist, like, notably, if well, when you know what you're looking for, cottons onto that. So I get why the protagonist cheats. Yes. No, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I get why he cheats as well. I'm not saying he's not <laughs> justified in it, but he does just straight up cheat as well. Well, that's the <laughs> other thing, because then you see this kind of... I don't really know how to describe it. This streak in Yuichi, and you see it at the end of like volume two, where you know it's clear like the other guy looks in fear, and Yuichi has this smirk on his face. And also when he like does the solve at the end of the first game, I, I, malicious isn't the right word, but like this, I don't know the word I'm after, but that kind of like cunning streak in him, mm. where he's like goes yeah. from I'm an innocent guy who only cares about like friendship over money to mwahaha. You've fallen for my trap. <laughs> You've activated my trap card. Do you get, do you get what I'm saying? I, I do yeah, no, I saying. totally get what you're saying. It, they try to play him off as this guy who has layers to him. Yes. But it's also very clear that these layers are just an act. He's really only after one thing. He freaks out at the beginning of the game because he like, says, this is a lot of money. How will my friends ever betray me? Etc. Etc. And then by the end of the stuff we've read, at least, it becomes very clear he's only really after one thing, and that's trying to get everyone through this and maybe figure out who the traitor is. He cares about his friends, but he's not a rube, as it were. <laughs> yeah, very much so. He, we, he is offered up as our smart boy for the evening, and I don't know if I ever actually believe him in that. Like, it doesn't seem very believable, because he does seem very naive at the same time. But it's it's a very strange, very mixed kind of character that we've got here, which does make him more interesting than your standard anime protagonist. Yeah, it really does. Yuichi's probably my favorite protagonist of the four we've had so far. That's not that's that's not a high bar. <laughs> it's really not. You tell me that whatever the fuck his name was from Rent a Girlfriend wasn't your favorite. Kaze, I, I, I have Kazuya. I, I have. That's it. Oh, what, that guy from Tekken? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I like that I like that anime way better now. I'm like, oh man, that now. guy from... Um, the, oh, fuck, I forgot. Konosuba. Oh yeah. 
Same. <laughs> that guy from Fuck Connoisseur. Yeah, that cool. one, sure. <laughs> Whatever you're watching in your spare time, man. I fuck Connoisseur. That's from Sean's uh, other podcast. Trash <laughs> I don't remember talking about that. I'm lagging behind. <laughs> Trash hentai would actually be hilarious because, like, what is Phil, the You've given away the April Fool's plan now. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> like, what level does it have to be? To be considered <laughs> trash hentai. <laughs> like, these are the normal examples. These are the worst. <laughs> it's it's trash because there's no porn in it. Just, <laughs> just fine. Like, most. we keep waiting for the porn and it never happens. <laughs> oh my God. Right. I have heard that that is a common thing, which one of the reviewers I used to watch years ago, back when reviewing things was like the big thing on the internet. And there's one thing he liked to say, which is like, this is a porno movie where you stay, sit waiting for the porn and then the credits roll. <laughs> I will say to get Something like that. Great. off topic of from this particular manga, there have been mangas I've read where I've just been like, why, why don't they just make this like hentai? Just, <laughs> yeah. just, they very where clearly the just want to draw the titties. Just stop the pretense. And that's actually a thing I did think about. Um, when reading this one, is like, I swear I've seen a porn of this, <laughs> like out there somewhere. Well, in fairness, there is I, one panel because one of the characters gets a cute, well, is, uh, did uh, prostitute themselves mildly when they yes, were younger. And sure. I think there's one panel where it's very grayed out, but she's naked, I think. Yeah. Mm, wearing a swimsuit, I think. But yeah. Yeah, no, very no, that was afterwards. Regardless. There's one where yeah. they're like flashing back to it and. It looks like. But that's that's not what I'm. Okay. That's not what I'm. Referring okay. Fair to. What I'm referring to is full on. The plot is there because it needs to be. The plot is there because the plot is there. <laughs> this is not that. This no. is actually quite a lot better than that. This has but hey, trash hentai man. Let's get on no. that. <laughs> One day. One day. <laughs> so to get back once again to this manga. Um, I feel like which is not crash hentai. Yeah, I feel like we've pretty much said everything we need to about the writing so. and everything. Um, I will just bring up because you did say I would correct you over it. That's sweet. Uh, good old Ken Chan from the extra mm-hmm. chapters. Yes. Uh, he yeah. he does make an appearance later on. I wouldn't say that he is he is massively important by any means. It's more just like a cool little. Hey, did you read those extra chapters? You'll recognize this guy. But uh, he, he does make an appearance briefly, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I've, I always read extra chapters in manga now, regardless of what I'm reading, because I've been burned by it before in the past, where I read Helsing the original time, uh, when it was first coming out, when it was new, many years ago. And they had these bonus chapters every so often. It's like, I don't give a shit about these characters. Why would I bother? They're just bonus chapters anyway. It's like telling some little side story. Cool. And then it gets to the very end of it, and suddenly these characters are like really important players. Like if you ever watched Helsing, Red Helsing, or even watched the abridged version, right at the end of it, out of fucking nowhere, like some nuns and some priests appear, and you're supposed to just know who they are. Yeah, that all happens in the bonus chapters of the manga, and it's just as jarring. So now I always read bonus chapters, so I probably would recognize... Ken Chan, Kenji, whatever his name is, uh, later his, on. His full name is Kenichi, I think, but they call right. him Ken cool. Chan. Because... Ken and Barbie, cool, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's why I always read those. Right. There you go. 
So always read the bonuses, kids. You never know. <laughs> you never know when it's suddenly pivotal plot. <laughs> so I believe on that note, unless anyone else has any salient points they want to make about uh, Tomodachi Friends, Tomodachi Game, I got it right. <laughs> Friend friends. friends. Cool. Friend friends. Friendly friends doing friendly friend things. Friends being friends. Super friends. Sweet. So, uh, I suppose my main takeaway from this is uh, don't let Phil lie to you. It's definitely not a slice of life. I, I maintain. I've never said that. Psychological yeah. shonen thriller. And sure. Yeah. And, and Phil's a filthy liar. But now that you know what it actually oh. is and not what Phil sold it to you as. Would you read more of this manga, Mike? Very more. Yes and no. Oh. Yes, because it is interesting. It's a, it's a whodunit style thing with a sort of a saw and cube. The other thing I've talked about, that kind of spin to it. Yes. So there's always another angle and there's always going to be some revelation pulled out of someone's ass. And go, ha ha, I am the winner after all. But no, 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 I am the winner. So yeah, that, that is the interesting part of it. However, no, because at the point we stopped reading, they just gave it away. They just they just dumped the the twist. This guy was the bad guy all along. And so that's made me really lose interest on where that particular thing could go. And that's all we know so far. Of course he's not, but still that's my point. The fact that they were so willing to reveal that at this stage means either that's correct and the story's terrible. Or it's not, and some sort of bullshit has to happen. And that's made me less interested. Like the best way I can describe that kind of feeling is it's Attack on Titan, the thing which, you know, this is apparently appears in the uh, same magazine as. Right at the beginning, main character just dies. Yep. Just dies. And it's like, yeah, okay, that didn't happen then. Some sort of bullshit's about to happen. Because either they have to completely set up a new character which they had done or, i will always defend no, this i will always defend mikasa could have taken over don't agree not the point <laughs> <laughs> or some sort of bullshit has to happen lo and behold some sort of bullshit happens so i, I that's very tiresome for me when i'm reading these things so yeah that's my feelings yes and no so mike now making it awkward for me going forward is it'll be a 0.5 on his did he trash it <laughs> sure kids these days but, uh, <laughs> ruining the system <laughs> for for me um i will regrettably put this in the trash pile there's a lot i want to like i have enjoyed stuff where it's like high pressure intensity games like kaji or to go to the other end of the spectrum battle royale style stuff where friendships are put mm -hmm. to the ultimate test uh i enjoy teenage melodrama i've read and like a bunch of anger and watched a bunch of anime which is regarding those kind of interrelational chips from that perspective where there isn't a billion pounds hovering over their heads like the sword of damocles sure. but for this one this kind of combo it's just because of the amount of times where it makes you feel that something is important and that something matters and then just throws it out the window these are the debts these are very important because these are these specific rules about them ah nah not really it just goes up and down on this board game uh, who, the who done it again? Just completely given away. It just feels like whenever I get invested in any of this, it then tells me you're a fool for getting invested. Here's the answer. And because of that, and also because I struggle to get invested in the characters when all we've seen of them so far outside the main is essentially here's the negative parts of the backstory. I'm like, it makes me feel sorry for them, but it doesn't make me 
like invested in them per se. It's just here's a collection of memories from their lives instead of like establishing why I should care about them as individuals. So yeah, I've I feel bad because I love the art, I love the premise. I have liked stuff that is similar to this in the past, but this for me, I just got too frustrated reading it time and time again. So, uh, eh, eh, from me. But Phil, you. Oh man, adding sound effects. And that's, that's where we get taken down. But, uh, <laughs> but Phil, obviously, you have read all 70 plus chapters of this. So, the question for you it hasn't been licensed yet in seven years, which is a little worrying. But uh, if it did get licensed, would you pick it up? Not straight away. I'd want to see how long it goes on for, because I feel it's getting dragged on a bit. <laughs> what, a whodunit going for seven years and not having the whodunit part? It's, no, no, not even no. that. Like you, You've got that, but it's more just like that, that they keep getting more games. I say more games. They've actually not done that many more in some ways. Um, but each game, there's like the the big shocking reveal, so to speak. Of course. And it's like the, the, this is great and all, but can 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 we just wrap it up at this point? <laughs> Get on with it. Like the, the I know there's like um one of the later games. I feel like that goes on for about three volumes by itself. Oof. Or something like it it goes on for a while. And it's don't get me wrong, it's a really cool one. I can understand why that one in particular goes on for a while. But it's just like it you, you could have cut it down. And I feel like that's the issue with a lot of this. It could it, it could be trimmed a bit. So I'd I'd want to know where it's ending before I decided to buy anything because I don't want to be committing to buying fifty plus volumes of this. Very reasonable. Yeah, I'm very much the same with all the big popular ones. To this day I've never read through One Piece because it's still Going. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It's like you don't you don't want to commit to that. And this kind of story on that kind of scale, nah, I'd be out immediately. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I mean I do buy a bunch of manga, but yeah, I mean the only real long running one I've read and finished is Bleach, which I finished uh between recording this episode and the last one. So <laughs> and I started reading eleven years ago. Well I mean I I I buy loads of manga myself. I've I've bought long running stuff before, but I mean uh, Hayate is the big big example for me. Hayate I, the Combat Butler. Yeah, Hayate the Combat Butler. I, I really liked that and I started buying the uh, manga of it and then it kept going. <laughs> you wouldn't and have done that today necessarily then. <laughs> probably not. I think I stopped buying at the point I actually really liked it where it was like, hey, remember that plot we kind of had? Let's do that for a volume. And it was like really cool and interesting. And then they went and did random crap for five years before getting back to that. And I'm not buying Sounds all Sounds like that. Bleach. I, I, all right, I'm not turning this into the Bleach podcast episode. One day, <laughs> maybe, but not today. So on, on that note, then, uh, there you go. It's inconclusive because these two guys are going to fence it like annoying people. But rest assured, I think it's trash. <laughs> And you're the one editing this, so you I'm get the to... one editing this, so they'll conveniently... If it sounded like Mike and Phil said trash, but in my voice, you, you imagine things. <laughs> All I'm saying Just is, when you... if you, you're coming back to this after watching the other 100 episodes we've no doubt put out in the future... Oh, definitely. Uh, I can guarantee Sean's vote on all of them is trash. 
<laughs> and I can guarantee if my voice sounds like this manga is trash, <laughs> then that was definitely my opinion, and that was not edited at all. Exactly. Not, not forced under coercion in any way. <laughs> no, def- definitely I, not. I like something at some point. Probably. This was the closest. <laughs> this was the closest to not trash. That's a really high bar, isn't it? <laughs> I like something at some there point. There were a lot of elements I liked about this, and for all of our critiques, we all agreed that the art's great. So there you go. Yep. Um, yep. Artists Lots of who good. will be on this page when I scroll up. Artist uh, Yuki Saito, you've done amazing work. Nothing bad to say about you. Keep it up. Yep. Some, a lot of good, a lot of bad. It's uh, down to the finer points as to whether or not you can accept it for this one, I think. Yep. So with that, we'll, uh, we'll move on away from the Friends games. We'll leave them be. And we're, we're going to jump all the way to another country for our next one. So Phil, to, to close us out, give them a tease of what the uh, episode five will be all about. Well, we, we've read about Friends playing games. So really, we need to go to Korea and learn how to be a pro gamer. And there you go. Yeah. So we'll learn all about all right. being a pro gamer. And I'll mention... See, I, well, I'm a pro gamer already, so you know, you better teach me some things. Yeah, and if people want to see you being a pro gamer, Mike, because I totally didn't... Re- I've totally realised I didn't mention this before, the tease. Uh, where can they find you? <laughs> they can find me predominantly at twitch.tv slash berserker, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. And I'm sure there'll be a link to it somewhere around here. Yes, it uh, should be in the show notes, along with uh, your Twitter, which is also the same. There is the same, as is my Facebook. Weirdly, nobody wants my name anywhere, so I pretty much get it on, on everything. People use Facebook? Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, Phil, where can they uh, find you? I mean, if they must, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess if you want to uh, lavish praise on me for suggesting more awesome manga, uh, my Twitter will be down below. I shall save the effort of spelling it out. (laughs) Wow. Uh, It's at Phenaxian, P-H-E-N-A-X-K-I-N. And uh, if you want to find me online, I am at King on Twitter, S-L-A-Z-O-K-I-N-G, and you can enjoy my trash opinions on gachas and the stuff we're reading here. Well, the more important thing to take away from all of this show is the manga might be trash, but our opinions are also trash. So, you know, there's plenty of trash to go around. And that's the end of the show. Don't. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>